Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk today. I'm here to do another season review. This one's going to be for Dead to Me, which is on Netflix. It's a Netflix original series, uh, which has come around for its first season. Uh, not yet renewed, but I hope it does get renewed because I really, really liked this first season. Um, it was one of them things where, uh, kind of similar to what I talked about with how Bird Box maybe attracted people, which is you load up Netflix and you don't see your list or your continue watching list first you always see uh, or normally you see an advert for or a trailer for a new thing and I went on there to watch uh, maybe like the OA or something like that uh, no it wasn't the OA it was something else but um, I went on there to watch something and Dead to Me started playing a trailer for it um, and I had actually forgotten um, that David mentioned it because if you don't know David does a podcast called uh, Geek Town and of course at the end of his weekly podcast which come out on Tuesday he does the uh, next week on TV stuff and m- most of it I do remember uh, but sometimes I do forget certain things uh, but I remember that he said it was uh, coming out on that Friday which was last week um, and yeah it, they started playing this trailer and uh, it's a simple scene of uh, the main mum character getting given this like a lasagna thing from this person it's like it's her Mexican take on it or something and she sort of slams the door on her face and talks about like oh how would you feel if so and so you know died instantly or whatever from a car crash because uh yeah this main character her I'll, I'll bring up the character names in a minute but um her husband basically gets killed by a car crash uh, from a, or from a car crash um and uh thus begins her grief process and she meets this friend there that's about as far as i can go in terms of plot and in terms of what this is uh, actually I'll, I'll read this description here jen's husband recently died in a hit and run so what i just said and the uh sardonic widow is determined to solve the crime of course catch who the hit and run uh, person was optimistic uh spirit free judy who is this friend that she meets has recently suffered a tragic loss of her own uh you find out what that is when you watch this the show uh, the ladies meet at a support group and despite their polar opposite personalities, let me click on more here, um, despite their opposite personalities become unlikely friends as the uh, women bond over wine and all sorts of other things. Uh, yeah, it, it, it kind of goes from there. So yeah, that's, that's your basic premise which is that Jen's husband has died and she goes to this grief, grief group and meets uh, Judy. So it's like a support group kind of thing. Uh, there's, lots, there's lots of different versions of those that you can go to, but this is spe- specifically for uh, grief, so that's that as well. Um, and yeah, it was this weird effect where, like, well, I suppose it's not a weird effect, there's this interesting effect where uh, I finished doing something on the Friday, and uh, I just about had time to watch, like, two episodes, but I was so tired that I thought, okay, if I just, you know, it's one of them situations where, like, if you're tired and you go to go to sleep, you should just simply do that. Uh, so I did do that, but I got out the next day, and at some point during uh, the Saturday, uh, I managed to get time to watch the first episode. And um, it had hooked me in, but again, it was just a bit too late to kind of stay up or whatever. Uh, so I, I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll give myself something to look forward to on kind of the Sunday and uh, watch continue watching it on Sunday. Uh, gets to like you know Sunday night or late sort of Sunday afternoon, and I think okay, I'm I'm ready to sort of sit down and watch this not properly because I, I watched the first episode properly. Uh, I went down and sat and watched it, and um, it's just this Netflix kind of hook of like small cliffhanger five four three two well not quite as quick as that but like five four three you know five second countdown next episode, and I kind of thought like you know what I'm in the mood to watch as much of this as I can manage in the next few hours or whatever 
and uh, so I go ahead and I do that and uh, I finish the season <laughs> so that's that uh, I did take a break at some point to, to, to do some other stuff um, so I didn't sit there and watch nine episodes in, in a row I think this is nine episodes this first season uh, I didn't sit there and watch nine episodes uh, I sat there and watched like I think six and a half or something and then uh, went and took a break and did some other stuff uh, and then thought like you know what I'll leave half of the penultimate episode or like I, 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 I paused it when it ended a specific scene not like in the middle of a sentence paused it there came back and I thought okay I'll have an episode an episode and a half to watch uh, came back and finished, finished the season and was pretty blown away by what they were able to do uh, this is just another one of them kind of things it, it leans a bit more into the uh, HBO is still king of TV thing but one of the points that I picked out in that which applies to streaming services is that when you compare a season like this where Netflix usually go for either like 8 episodes, 10 episodes or 13 sometimes it's a different amount but that's usually the standard amounts of episodes and it's just that thing of like okay it's only 10 episodes, 30 minutes and you can do a 30 minute drama you don't have to always fill out 42 minutes and that's one of the kind of advantages, advantages of a Hulu or a Netflix or HBO is they don't have to fill out like okay what are we going to put on Tuesday at 8 and and Thursday at 10 and all that sort of stuff and um, with these with some of these network seasons needing to be 23 episodes to fill out that particular slot uh, Netflix, HBO, Amazon, Hulu all those sorts of net, uh, or streaming services they don't need to do it uh, and it, it really gives them the freedom of like okay we've got this many episodes that we've ordered we're going to put the story in there there might be a small amount of filler like with some of the a lot of people have pointed out you know the Marvel Netflix shows even though they're, they're pretty much gone now anyway so because um, you do sometimes have that of like okay this show didn't quite need 13 hours it maybe needed 10 but when you do tend to get an 8, an eight or a 10 episode season of a Netflix show it usually doesn't do the slow sort of okay we're gonna have two episodes maybe that are like slightly filler uh like maybe they push a particular character forward or something like that but um but anyway yeah i i just found that the momentum really kind of carried through with that and um it was an excellent first season so so yeah excellent first season i really think that the idea of you know a, sh a show carrying its momentum and just continuing to evolve the stakes and set up new stakes and sort of change them as well so like if a, if a particular character finds something out this show does that really really well um and then also just the just the nice sort of bite-sized episodes of the 30 minutes and then it feeds into the next episode and uh you get small cliffhangers and you wonder what like explanation some characters are going to give for certain things so yeah it was this was a really amazing first season so uh it's got kind of a reserved spot also in in the top 10 which i feel like that that top 10 is getting uh more and more full uh the, the more things i uh start to review we're only in may so uh, we'll see how the rest of the year goes uh but yeah that's all i kind of really want to well i i highly highly recommend that you watch this it's uh i mean if you're also a busy person this won't take you very long to to get through uh it's only like i said about i think it was 10 episodes uh, for the first season and they're about 30 minutes so i mean even if it takes you 10 days to watch and you watch one a day that will still work out pretty well so um yeah really really great first season i really really enjoyed it and uh yeah we shall see i i really do hope that they get they get a season two i've really noticed with netflix lately that they're trying to sort of clean house with things that they just don't want 
um and uh yeah bring bring in some new adaptions for some stuff because they've got a lot of stuff in development as well uh that i don't know that people necessarily realize um but they have been cancelling a lot of a lot of more things lately than what they have sort of done in the past so hopefully dead to me survives if it doesn't then then it doesn't we'll see what happens but uh hopefully it does as well uh, of course, they don't have the like upfronts deadline either because they're not a network, uh, so they can just decide when they want to renew or cancel it. So we'll see what they decide to do. Uh, but now we're going to take a break. I'm uh, going to go into some housekeeping, let you know what else we've been doing, and then, I, and then I will be talking about spoilers after that. So if you if you have seen all of Dead to Me season one, uh, so not just the first two episodes. This isn't an impressions thing. I've already mentioned this is a review for season one. Uh, so if you've seen the entirety of um, Season 1 of Dead to Me. You can stick around after the housekeeping. I'll give you one more warning when I finish doing that bit. And then you can decide what you want to do from there. Uh, but let's take a quick break here. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today. Just click on the link in the show notes. And that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use. Which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, Game of Thrones is still continuing for its 8th and final season. Uh, me and David yesterday covered uh, the fourth episode. Uh, there's two episodes left for the, for the well, not just for the season, for the entire series, because uh, we've never covered a final season before on like a weekly basis, so it's a bit new for us to do. Uh, but yes, review, we're reviewing Westeros is uh, where you'll where you'll find that podcast, uh, iTunes podcast services, Spotify, the website, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's final seasons as well. There will be a new episode of iZombie tomorrow, or today as well, on, on the CW and on Netflix. Uh, but we will be back for episode 5. We did, however, last week cover the uh, final season premiere, which was season 5, episode 1. Uh, and that's in the Talking Zombie iTunes feeds on the website and on Spotify and all that kind of stuff as well. Uh, so go and check that out. Uh, Avengers Endgame, me and Robert did uh, a part 2 where me and him discussed the film. Because we did a part 1 previously. But that was me and David discussing the film. I do still plan to do a part 3 where I discuss the film on my own. I know I, I know we usually don't do things that way around. Uh, but there's some individual bits and pieces about the film that I want to talk about. Uh, kind of on my own. Uh, some more sort of things that were a bit more personal to me. And my sort of... Uh, yeah, thoughts and feelings and stuff so look out for that soon I don't know when I'm going to be doing that roughly but yeah look out for that soon as well uh, what else do we have um, yeah so Avengers Endgame Part 2 these uh, review is out there for that uh, so you can check out Part 1 and Part 2 and you, if you still haven't seen Avengers Endgame which I understand if you still haven't you can still listen to the first half of those podcasts because like just like we we're doing here uh, we do the spoiler free section at the start so you can listen to that Random Gaming Talk this week, we talked about uh, PlayStation State of Play. They will be doing it 
within the next few hours actually at 11pm today uh, and we will be discussing what Sony is going to be revealing at said event. Uh, we, we did basically a predictions episode to discuss what they might show and to also speculate on because they said they're going to be showing Medieval but in what way are they going to announce a release date that sort of stuff we predicted all of that as well. Um, we also talked about uh, yeah a bunch of other stuff as well in the episode as well so that was quite fun to go and do Uh, and I also talked about my impressions of uh, Super Hot VR speaking of Super Hot VR it was an unintended sort of segue Uh, I released a uh, let's play today for that exact game Uh, it's about 50 minutes long and it's me just trying to trying to get my way through the levels uh, in whatever way I can Uh, that's on the YouTube if you want to watch it on there then then that's fine Uh, but it's also embedded within one of the uh, the the blog posts that that, that, that's out there for it Uh, so if you click on the super hot VR uh, let's play post scroll down a little bit and the video will be embedded in there you can still make it full screen if you're watching on a phone or whatever Uh, but if you also want to watch it on um, like uh, let's say the the YouTube app on the Xbox or PlayStation, if you play it, it should be uh, like if you play it on your phone, it might be saved to your history. So then you can also just go in there and and check out that as well. But yeah, you can you can go and watch that as well. And that was very very very, very fun to do. Uh, I'm possibly going to be streaming some of that later as well because I'm just really really enjoying it right now. So it's been pretty fun to do. Uh, and yeah, that's been roughly what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, the one thing I forgot, we do have a brand new podcast out there. It's called The United Cast and it's basically me discussing things that are happening with Manchester United. Not just game results, but individual players, the situation with the manager and the past and the present and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's not available on iTunes yet. iTunes still hasn't accepted the feed, but hopefully they will do so in the next few days. Uh, and, um, yeah, but that's available on the website, it's called The United Cast, and I'm also going to be discussing, well, football itself as well, uh, and we've got a lot of big games coming up, because the Premier League is going to win this weekend, we've got the Champions League final and the FA Cup final coming up and all that cool stuff, so, uh, look out for future episodes on that as well. Uh, just one quick note as well, Batwoman did get ordered to series, and I'm going to be submitting our, uh, first couple of episodes, because uh, we've done some old episodes, I'm going to be submitting those to iTunes soon as well. Uh, but yeah, that's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice or on podcast services. If you've not seen Dead to Me Season 1, this is your final chance to leave. Uh, just go back to wherever you're playing the episode, pause it, or if, if, you're, if you're watching it on a browser, like a web browser, you can click on the homepage. And if you're watching it, uh, sorry, listening to it on uh, a podcast service, just go into your podcast app, pause it, and that's all you sort of need to do. So leave now because I'm going to go into spoilers. And there's some fairly big things in there. So uh, please make sure you do leave now. Alright. Uh, I want to kind of go through each individual character. Or try to sort of do that as well as we go through. Uh, so Christina Applegate uh, as Jen. A real estate uh, agent who, uh, yeah, husband was killed by a hit and run. The main, the main, our main protagonist. And then of course you got Judy. I really do like the way that they... Because you get the... What episode did they reveal it in? It's like two or three. It's near the... It's in like the first half of the season. They reveal like... Okay, Judy did run someone over with Steve in the car. But... um, It doesn't make it quite 100% clear. Like, okay, is it... uh, Necessarily... um, Jen's uh, husband. Is it necessarily her? Um... And I like the, I, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily intended or if it was supposed to straight away click that that's definitely her. Because I thought there was a possibility of a twist that, like, 
she says, oh, you know, we ran over something. Like, when she does get around to telling Jen in, like, the second to last episode or whenever. Um, she gets around to telling her, I thought that there would, could be a twist as to, like, maybe it was a different person. Or, um, like, if, if Jen says to her, like, which street were you on or something. And she names a completely different street. Because uh, I'm sure Jen would remember everything about that night. Like, the street and um, where exactly he was. The house numbers, all that kind of stuff she, she'd probably remember. Um, so I thought there could have been a twist in there that it was actually not the husband that she ran over, but just someone completely different. Um, but I'm still fine with the idea that it was actually the husband and there was the stakes in there. And I mean, it was kind of the heartbreak of going through the season and realizing like, okay, she's really starting to bond with Jen a lot. Like Judy and Jen are starting to bond, bond quite a bit. Uh, she's living in the, is it like the, the guest house thing that she had, uh, where her husband's studio used to be. Uh, quite cool studio, by the way. Um, at least from my standards. But anyway, um, so she gets sort of moved into there, and like it's just this thing of every time Jen's saying something like, um, "Oh, when I kill this bastard or kill this person, I'm going to do this and that to them," and it just becomes. I mean, Judy ends up throwing up at certain points, doesn't she? Um, and like, yeah, it just gets too much for her. And I thought that was a really because you knew the gut punch had to come eventually and I thought what they could have done or what they might have done uh, or maybe on like a lesser show they would have saved like right at the end of the season to like no it was me that killed your husband uh, and th- then you could have got like a cliffhanger but I'm glad that they let the story breathe a bit more and there was uh, I think there was a, that was the end of episode 9 I'm pretty sure um, and then you had the whole 10th episode of like you set up all these stakes and like Steve is after judy and jen is as well and she's got these cameras and she's got this gun and what what is her next plan and i do like the idea that they did where it's essentially she doesn't go running after judy it's essentially like okay i'm gonna set up these cameras and like prepare myself and if she comes back to my house for whatever reason then i'm gonna try and attack her or, or kill her or whatever and there was the tension of like uh one of her sons i can't remember which one the one that ended up running away that you've got charlie and you've got henry listed here jen's older son jen's younger son i think it was the older son wasn't it charlie the one that was doing the drugs or selling the drugs and that um you had kind of the stakes of like you know you heard someone come into the house who was it and like uh henry that the younger son had this bird thing that that jen had get uh, that judy had given to her and um you get the emotion kind of tied in there because it was like yeah she came to yeah she came to see me in my dance practice thing and then like she sees she hears someone like breaking in or entering the house or whatever and it turns out to be the sun i thought that was an interesting way to sort of set the stakes but no like the whole sort of um also who's the other guy that she met uh anna the the police no not anna the police detective uh you got pastor wayne nick Oh, Nick, a not off-duty uh, cop uh, who met Jody at the grieving the grieving retreat. Um, him coming in and like you know, obviously him being a uh, a policeman. I'm gonna just say policeman, whatever. Um, and then like getting fully involved with uh, Judy and Jen and the whole search for the the hit and run thing. And then them getting the idea of uh, it was a '66 something like Corvette, I think that the car was called. And like just the setup of. Um, I mean, you have. I mean, you have a build up to the scene where what's it? She says, "Oh, I need to 
go in like the boot to get something and then she like fully passes out and she just can't like she just doesn't know what to do and she's trying to divert them i thought that was really really well done the one confusing thing to me in the scene where because nick and uh judy had just spent the night together and then jen comes back the next morning because she's seen that 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 muscly guy i can't remember the name they give him um she sees him uh like because he mentions like i wasn't strong enough to pull up my wife and that that uh pushes jen away and she goes back to judy the next morning um i thought it was quite odd the way that um judy was saying to jen like oh yeah nick's here he can help you with the case but how okay judy was with that considering well she knows that she's the one that did it and in in that particular scene how okay she was with nick joining the thing because like he she knew that nick was going to be heavily involved because like he's he's seeing her and like he's the he's the cop so he's going to be around a lot whether whether it's for their dates or whatever or for just visiting the house to say hey i've got this new information she knew he was going to be around a whole lot and it was just kind of confusing to me as to why she was so okay with it in that moment but then like I mean, in later scenes, I kind of clean that up a bit, where, like, every time they try to bring it up, she tries to divert them for some reason, but I just thought that initial bit was, was kind of strange, um, how she was so happy to sort of let them investigate and everything, um, but yeah, I just thought that they'd built up all the stakes throughout the season, they paid them off pretty well, um, it was interesting to see, you know, because obviously you have the big lie stuff from um, Judy of the whole, you know, I had, was it like five miscarriages or something, and then, um, that wasn't the lie, was it? It was the fact that, uh, his name should be written here. Um, you got Jason, Yolanda, um, you've got, oh, Steve, yeah, Steve, the, the ex, uh, fiance, um, who's also an, and it says an attorney here. Um, you've got him kind of coming in and, uh, what's it, when, when he meets Jen at the door, like his big mansion thing that's definitely a mansion so uh, her meeting him at the big mansion and like the conversation they kind of had and she kind of realized like okay judy's been lying to me and they had the whole fallout of the support group thing it was a nice kind of build up for um i mean she didn't lie about the husband's running over the husband she just didn't tell her but i thought it was an interesting setup for essentially the lie she told or half of the lie because um you know her having the miscarriages wasn't the lie um it was the fact that the husband was supposed to be dead i think is what what she said um and that was the lie and that kind of building that kind of testing the friendship early on and then them sort of resolving that and then them finding uh i can't remember the name of the woman but the woman that um because the mum goes to play the game online and then she sees those messages from that woman she goes to the to the restaurant and everything um and then the and then them kind of uh bonding over that and stuff i thought that was done really well um but yeah i i really 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 enjoyed this first season and um well obviously i did because i let basically the entire season play right right before me right right in front of me um but yeah i mean one of the other kind of things to touch on is you have abe here um i mean that was really kind of a gut punch to to judy like she'd just fallen out with jen and she'd kicked her out of the guest house which meant she'd had to go back to the uh is that like a work building? Uh, a, a um, what do, what do they call them? You have like a uh, a car that you get given to, like a like a business car, like a business house. Was that the same kind of 
situation because I'm pretty sure that was the same place that she was working because sometimes oh it's a company car that they call it you get like a company car and a company home with certain jobs I don't know if it applies in the US or if it's the same thing but essentially when you get given a job it's like hey you can have this home and this car but obviously the problem with that is if you lose the job then you lose all three of those things um but yeah her kind of having to go back to that and then Abe giving her the conversation before of um you know, like, hey, I heard everything, but you're you're a good woman, and like, oh, you're a good person, or whatever, and like, you can sort of sort this out. And then the next time she goes back to see him after all the fallout, he's passed away. So I thought that was a an extra kind of gut punch to her. Um, and it's interesting the way they try to sort of push that on towards her, I guess, effectively her suicide in a way, um, or her kind of giving up in a way, because you know she goes back to. Where the husband got ran over and she gets drunk and intends to go in the road and get herself hit. Um, was an interesting kind of way to sort of wrap that up in a way and kind of push that forward. I am wondering now that you've got... Because you, cause with the death of Steve at the end, because I'm, I'm assuming he's dead. He got shot and he's sitting there in the pool. so Or laying there in the pool rather. Uh, so I'm assuming he's dead. It will be interesting to see how much of a distraction that... Jen will let Judy use that as, as to like, okay, we need, you know, forget what I did for a minute, we need to clean up this murder, although it was on the property, and you did, you did have, it's interesting the way they tied that together, because you did have, um, her neighbour or whatever come around before, and, uh, was it say that, like, if, if somebody refuses to leave your property, you can, like, you're allowed to shoot them, and then later on, that's exactly what happens, I thought that was pretty interesting, to, for them to sort of set that up before, and that, that was quite funny, how awkward of a, of a conversation that was and everything, um, but no, the way they set that up, and then have, uh, that as a potential distraction, distraction in terms of the fallout of their, of their, uh, friendship, and how that will play out will be interesting to see, um, as to, like, okay, once they sort this out, or sort it out to a degree and the next time they go to have a normal conversation what will that look like so that could be interesting as well but uh, yeah I'm going to give this season a 10 out of 10 because I just thought it was fantastic and the way it continued its momentum and just was really strong throughout it it was the one scene that I was confused about but it didn't quite matter in the end I, I suppose um yeah I, I, I suppose it, it was fine but um yeah I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 I really really enjoyed it and we'll see where it ends up in my top 10 for the for the end of the year. Uh, so that's my review for season 1 of Dead to Me. If you guys have any feedback, if you have anything you want me to talk about with the show. Uh, anything you noticed, anything I didn't talk about. Any kind of questions, comments, cons- uh, questions, comments, thoughts, feedback uh, for Dead to Me or for any of the other shows uh, or podcasts that we do. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. Uh, there's the contact page and there's also information available in your show notes so check in there as well uh, if you want to support the podcast support entertainment talk patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk that's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice amazon affiliate link that's where you can drop on amazon we'll get a small cut but it won't cost you anything extra itunes feeds please rate review subscribe to those as well and if you don't want to review the feed uh you can also just rate it just click on the five star thing that'll get sent to itunes as well i will continue to uh, check that um so yeah with uh with, with that you can do that as well word of mouth please tell your friends family people that you know about the website and the itunes feeds that will help us out as well uh share the post on facebook retweet them on twitter put them in different facebook groups 
uh, if you're allowed to, video games, if you want to watch, well, I suppose if you want to watch me play some more um, Super Hot VR, I guess go and check out the first video, and then you can watch me play that on Twitch, you can watch David on Twitch as well, uh, playing different video games, and you can also watch Robert play video games on Mixer as well, uh, his Mixer channel that he's got. Thank you all very much for listening, and I will see you, uh, yeah, for whatever we do next. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.